Richard, and this is my co-host. Hey guys, I'm David. And we have a special kind of, you know, a chit-chat kind of episode today. <laughs> I could, like, so what are, mm-hmm. what are we doing today, David? <laughs> I realize I've, I have no idea how I'm introducing this. We didn't talk about this, but yeah, what are we doing today? So today we're basically, I think everybody knows that um, the start of the, is it the fourth phase now for MCU? Isn't the f- phase-wise? Phase-wise or it, the next phase of the MCU? Yes. Starting off with none other than WandaVision. And um, with the first two episodes being released, or they released last Friday, um, we're just going to dive into that and see see our takes on our those first two episodes. Yeah. Um, I mean, right off, the, for me, uh, it's kind of all over the place, but I'm liking it. Oh, you are? Okay. I thought it was, yeah. you know, it's like I didn't get to watch until like a couple of hours before we start recording. So it's been like what, three, four days it's been released. And I've been trying my best not to watch or see any spoilers because it's all over the internet right now. Like, mm. But I thought it was very underwhelming for what I thought it would be. I'm like, oh, these are your first two episodes. I'm like, I thought it would be fun. Like, you kind of, like, see or hear, I mean, again, spoilers alert for this episode, for this, for WandaVision. Like, yeah, go watch it and come back. Go watch the first two episodes and come back and you will hear it. But, yeah, this is your f- first and final warning. Yes, yes. <laughs> All right. You know, like, I like there's that mystery of, like, oh, like, what's going on? Is she under captive? Who's in the radio? Like, why do you see right. why is everything in black and white? Why do you see color exclusively? You know, like, there is that mystery. But I thought, like, if this wasn't Marvel, I don't think I would continue watching it. Like, I wouldn't no. be actively watching it. I'll just, like, Ex- like, watch it once it all com- comes out and someone told me I have to watch it. And I think you bring up a great point. And um, now for what the show is, I think it's as a standalone, it's just going to be, it's going to be a good show. I, I think sure, it's going to sure end up gonna being, be. it's going to be a good show. But I, I'm glad you brought up that point where like it's, I feel like the large, the large marketing aspect of this is that it's supposed to tie into the multi universe yeah. and the whole like multi up, uh, what is that? The new Doctor Strange mm-hmm. movie and the next Spider-Man it's movie. It's going to be crazy, but like, as I th- yeah, yeah. We're, we're Disney fans, we're Marvel fans, like of course, like we know that in context. But like, as a layman, anyone watching for the first time, I'm like, I don't know how interesting this would be. Right. No, I, I definitely see that. It's like, like I said, it, it's kind of it is all over the place, and um, you, it is one of those where you just kind of pay gotta pay attention to. Yeah. But even when you pay attention to, it's not. It's only been two episodes, mm-hmm. so yeah. clearly not everything's there. Like it's, for us to really, yeah, it pick is out. very cute though. Like, w- like um, Wanda and Vision clearly have chemistry. They're really fun. They're great actors. The also one of the the Olsen and I forgot that I don't know the real names in real life. The, the actors Olsen, the Olsen twins, Mary Kate and Ashley. No, they're you know she's an Olsen, right? Oh no, I know her. Oh, I thought you were saying that she was a sister of them, but that's Elizabeth. Olsen. Yeah, Elizabeth Olsen. And who's Vision? What's his name? He's one of my favorite. Uh, Paul, Paul Paul Bettany. Bettany. Yeah, like they're both great actors. I'm like. Like they they nail it and like this great casting like Kitty from um, the seventy shows in this movie this this series which I love to like it's amazing. I can't, oh yeah, that she was. In she, it. I, it, I was so that. happy about see, seeing her there. Like oh, that's perfect and just like it's really cute. It's really nice. But I'm sh- like David. I feel like there's only six episodes in this and there's no way it's not gonna end tragically. No, I don't think so. I mean, as a Marvel fan. Um, reader of the comics this clearly is taking a lot of inspiration from what is uh 
uh, are you familiar with the House of M yes, storyline? It's pretty. Ch- I, you want to give the audience members kind of like a brief summary of what it is not too much details of course right so for the non-comic book readers uh house of m is a storyline in the marvel universe where scarlet witch had pretty much lost everything uh lost her children and she kind of goes off on the deep end and she goes on like a psychotic bender where and she ends up creating her own reality to recreate like her children her family and like the way that she wants to see it so i with that in mind you can clearly see where this WandaVision is kind of like taking that inspiration from. Exactly. And it looks like she's like manipulating everything in this world and like she's mm-hmm. clearly controlling everything and everyone. It's like really interesting to see. I mean, I, I thought it was pretty cool that like you see uh, you see Wanda just like with this power up, like, okay, she can do more than just lift up things in red, red hue and red lights. Right. But like she's like right. creating things out of nothing and just like, oh, wow, that's really interesting to see her with this power up. Yeah, and <clears throat> from like the way that they're able to market this, the way that they're describing how it's gonna be, I'm like more excited for the end of it with, cause like um that character from Thor, Cat Dennings, yeah, the girl that Cat Dennings plays, mm-hmm. um, she's supposed to come back. So I'm like curious, like how, where is she supposed to be the same girl, right? She's yeah, I believe so. Character? And also the one of the children from um, Captain Marvel is supposed to appear at this too. Oh, but she's supposed. Uh, she's supposed to be the, um, the 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 black friend in that first yeah, yeah, episode. Exactly. So, but she's supposed to be like a older version yeah. of that mm-hmm. Captain Marvel girl, and then on, also on top of that, Randall Park's supposed to be coming in. So it's like really um, interesting what's going on. So it, exactly, like where we we're like hinted at like the part where like Wanda's kind of stuck in somewhere. So like Marvel or. Disney does this good job of like you know, tugging us, tugging our strings. You know, you, you want you want to know more. Like, I mean, I want to hear your pitch, David. I'm like, I want to hear your thoughts. What do you think is going on? What's gonna happen? There's four more episodes. What are they gonna do in these four episodes? Now, I mean, <laughs> it's not uh, too much to ask. This, no, I mean, I've been thinking about it since I was watching it, so like, it's not too much. But, oof. Well, I think clearly, like, she's been captured. I think she's been captured by somebody. Exactly. I think that's right. the I, obvious part. I have that part. feeling, too. And, like, almost in the same manner, like, that she was captured in, um, from, like, Age of Ultron. Mm-hmm. Her her original storyline where she was, like, held captive and then she was, like, like what Forced was it, like, tested powers, on. Yeah. yeah. So I think she's in that same type of scenario. Um, obviously, I think there's some ties to those. Um, remember the scene with that red helicopter that came in, and then where the beekeeper came in. Exactly. Like, there's that something with that organization is clearly doing something with her, and they're the ones controlling that aspect of it. Um, by the end of it, I think she's gonna be. She's probably held captive somewhere. Um, her energy source is being taken because she's also a. In that MCU, I believe she's supposed to be in an Infinity Stone source. Yeah, like she—that's where she got her power. Mm-hmm. So, um, I can see that the some evil organization with clearly seeing the power, how the power of the stones from you know the events of Endgame and Infinity War, mm-hmm. like they're gonna try to extract this out of her. Um, but in the meantime, they're putting her in this like 
what do you call it? A chamber or something. Coma, yeah. Comatose state. So this is all in her mind. It's not all she, in her she's mind. She's not yeah. actually creating a reality. Yeah. Okay, interesting. I, so yeah, so I mean, I think Vision is clearly he's definitely dead. Dead. So in this my is mind. all in our imagination. It's all figments of our imagination. I think so. I think so. And like you could see, even with those like little uh, those commercials that you see. Oh yeah, with like Hy- like Hydra wa- Hydra watch or the watch the and like Stark. a Stark Toast the- Toastmaster, like those little things. So, I mean, but that's such a general take on it. Um, Specifics-wise, I don't know how or where it would go. Yeah. Maybe by the end of it, I think she might fall off on the deep end and it's just going to create this giant tear in the MCU. Mm-hmm. And then that's where we're going to pick up in Doctor Strange. Yeah. I mean, so you think there's, a, there's some overwhelming, ba- there's, some, there's this bad guy involved, some bad people involved. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, I I was think I was thinking like, oh, that's probably where they're going. But I thought like it'd be so much more interesting if like if Juan does the bad guy the whole time. If she just like in the House of M, she's the one causing all the troubles. Maybe she just went crazy and really sad and just lived in an empty town and she just created everything in her own imagination. Uh. So like she is the bad guy and people and people around her are trying to get in to stop her, but like they mm-hmm. can't because of her overwhelming powers. So in the end, it's not oh. a bad organization, but maybe maybe Shield and other people are trying to examine. Like who who was on the radio? Do you think? Do you think it was Clint? No, I think that was a. Uh, I think that was Randall Park. Oh, it was Randall Park? Okay, maybe like I they're trying think, to like trying to communicate, right? Like communicate communicate with her, or actually maybe that that might be it. Maybe she is in a comatose state, but like she's so deep into it by the time that people find her that like she's not able to snap out of mm-hmm. it and like. They're trying to talk to her. Yeah. I think she's fully she's fully aware of what she's doing and she's just causing hell around her. Oh, you think she's aware, but she doesn't want to. No, she's in admit complete it. denial. Like she, you know, like when in the last episode when they when she sees that beekeeper come out of the sewer, which I have no idea what that's about, but maybe oh I, no, she says rewind and rewinds everything. I think that's right. That's right. Yeah, I think someone literally just. Like maybe someone walked in from the forest as a beekeeper and saw her, and she just rewinded everything. So like, she's like going away. She has all she has complete control of this environment, but in deep denial. Oh man, I mean, uh, it could go anywhere. Dude. Maybe you and I are it both could go anywhere somehow. But <laughs> who knows? Who knows? I mean, what are some things that you do want to see as as a fan? Do you look forward to or hope you? can catch in this series um i know that like every episode is like a different decade in tv show which i think is a mm-hmm. very interesting concept that's that's actually the con- that's why i want to watch this exactly. like the way that they're taking all these uh-huh. sitcoms and just playing with it because yeah. i and i love that little detail of how they're playing it because i think it plays to the storyline of like this the mcu's version of scarlet witch being stuck in the uh the avengers room and she's always watching tv yeah. like she was always watching tv mm-hmm. from what i remember or like she always had the tv on and that's what she do so like her drawing like this whole series drawing off from that her like her experience from that i think that's why i appreciate this world so much oh, for sure they- it's a good it's a good little like oh like a really nod to tv history right you know? i think what what thing i'm looking forward to is like her going to like kind of present day, present day time movie of uh, TV shows and like kind of see like a mockumentary, like I think we see clips of that of like in the trailer. So the, like 
Right, like they're doing like an going into the Modern Family take exactly. on it and that like, kind of feel. I'm like, oh, that'd be really interesting to see. What about you, David? What are you looking for? Looking forward to? Me, I'm just. I'm hoping that we can just kind of catch a more better glimpse of like where Wanda's powers. I th- like, like you said, like everything that we've seen up until now is more so about Wanda just being this this witch i guess witch who mm-hmm. <laughs> with like just red lights powers she could lift things up move things around and like and like you know occasionally she from age of ultron she can mess with minds but like it was very basic it's very so, vague like, <laughs> very vague and like it wasn't like clear like how far like how powerful she really is and i think hopefully this i'm i'm hoping that we can see more of her powers yeah. more of what she can do what do you do you think Oh, I was gonna ask. What do you think are, are the consequences to of this happening? Like, you, like you said, this, this is gonna build up to you know the next Doctor Strange, the next Spider Man. Like, what is gonna happen? Like, what are the like? Do you think mutants are gonna show up? I think so. Right? I think so. This gives them that entryway. Though I think the only way for Feige and MCU would have been successfully able to. Bring in the MC, bring in mutants is like through some type of multiverse scenario. Oh, for sure. Like I think it'd be super I don't, interesting that way. Yeah, because like I don't think you can introduce mutants just as like oh these people were born with these powers. They were like, always they there, but no one it's, noticed. It's, 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 yeah, yeah. So like they, I don't think that would have played out. Um, yeah. So I'm I'm hoping like this this would be a start for like them to like bring in the X Men. Like sure. maybe start hinting at you know magneto oh, with, with the ties to like scarlet witch or like even polaris with her ties to scarlet witch and like um just like those characters at first you know you know i think more than anything what we'll see i, I think x-men we'll see later on but i think the first people we'll see is fantastic four like was they they're, they're all about time mm. travel and space and all that hoo-ha and i feel like Wonder, I'm not Wonder, Wanda opening this like will cause them a way for them to Fantastic Four to travel and be stuck on our universe or something like that. So actually, I think we're gonna start going into dipping into other theories and fun stuff down I mean, the road for, sure. for this MCU with this. But like before we go off into that, um, what would you what would you rate this first two episodes for the series? You know, on our repitch like, rating system. Yes, like our first look, oh, yeah. first look rating for this. So we can go all, all the way up to four thumbs or negative four thumbs, right? In our rating system. I, yes. I would give this zero thumbs. <laughs> zero thumbs. So yeah, far. I have okay. no expectations, but like, I, I I honestly hope my heart gets broken in the end of this. That's the only way. Like, I want them to do like a Mandalorian heartbreak for me. Mandalorian oh, okay. season two, like, oh shoot, I wasn't expecting this to be this good, and just slash me across the face and telling me, like, no, this is amazing, you fool. But zero right now. That's my first look. Okay. Yeah, no, I'm I'm in the same boat. Uh I do wanna give it the th- first thumbs up. Okay. That's just because of like You're playing it safe, David. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I'm not giving it though. I'm not oh, giving okay, it. Oh, okay, okay. I was gonna say, I'm like, David, it's no but problem. I do because <laughs> I do want to give it. I feel like ultimately baseline by the end of it we're gonna end up giving it at least a thumbs up oh yeah maybe like two thumbs uh, up the most right but right now like you said like i don't know 
what it is at the moment. I just I'm just enjoying it. So it's just kind of like I still want to I want to see what else there is. Yeah, for sure. I totally agree. So it's zero, this first look in WandaVision is zero thumbs up for us. I guess, yeah, I guess it's zero for now. It's still pending. Yeah. I guess to be more clear. There are, there's six episodes and we'll see if they can make something out of this. So, I mean, I think this is the fun part. Now we're going to jump in because you brought up the whole idea with Fantastic Four. Oh, we're going to go, go just deep into the Marvel. Yeah, okay. we're going to start. We're going to start pitching our our future phases yeah, for this, this uh, by the way this is phase four this is um <laughs> wanda vision is like the beginning of phase four i believe right all right so with that being said you mentioned that you, you so you want you wish that wanda vision would somehow tie into fantastic four or like start hinting at it like yeah like how how would you think that would that would be possible like what in your I believe, in your vision of it. I believe in the House of M, she gets to a point, like, spoiler alert to the comic, but, like, she says, like, there's no more mutants, and it kind of, like, wipes out, like, most of the mutant populations in the world, or something like that. And, like, I want her to kind of believe, like, kind of almost do that, where, like, her saying something insanely bold, like, no more heroes, or, like, no more conflict, like, something really crazy, where, like, it's almost, like, un like you can't even fix it it's just like some weird stuff like or i mean i want vision back and like she can't get vision back in this universe so she has to almost steal him out of another universe and maybe that's how like this gaping hole comes out then like Mm. um oh man who's who's the uh, cork not cork and he's a fantastic four villain he's the time traveler guy King King the Conqueror like starts realizing this and he's like angry at that and that's when we're starting to like see who he is because like I know that he's gonna he's gonna be in the next Ant-Man movie I believe right yes yes he's supposed to be the is he the villain or Or he's definitely in it for one way or another yeah 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 so maybe like we may not see him but we might not see what he's like but maybe we will see like what to see a Daniel's version of him the back of his head like I think that's honestly what it might be like yeah actually do you happen to know is kang the conqueror supposed to be the next big bad is he supposed to be the next thanos i don't know if he is but like he would make the most sense i think it should honestly be dr doom because that'd be great i think so too i think he is the best villain oh for sure he's um, one of the great yeah. in marvel best, yeah we will have a we should have a discussion in marvel villains well that's a great topic do you see in marvel villains for retrospective Mm, yes absolutely but i think doom i'm glad that they're coming out with fantastic oh, four I cannot wait. but i'm upset that they didn't they're not doing a doom movie first i think they should be doing that or prequel to us to a, or like it should be doom introducing the fantastic oh, four not great. fantastic yeah. four introducing them in the movie series they have never done doom justice no no definitely not he th- and the fact that his main adversaries are the fantastic four i feel like it does not it help does not his justice, like, like yeah he's like all. almost in the same line as i'm, I'm not i don't want to say danos but he's up there he's the one of the like, if anything you could argue that he's better than that in, in one of the comic lines he kills danos oh, yeah, he like he, destroys him he, he has god powers like he gets oh, to that oh, yeah, point, you're talking like, about that but yeah this is like yeah. a whole conversation but like he should be i think kang was like not knowing anyone knows him that well he's a time traveler i think he's like a good like foil of like what's gonna happen mm-hmm. but like even like 
if not Doctor Doom, they might bring Galactus. Because I feel like that could be something they're going for. That's like that would be fun. That yeah. would be a very fun. But it's also very tough it's because very tough. he's so one dimensional. He is. He's he's like there's no much not much to him. He's literally his only function is to walk around and eat planets. Like that's So like Doctor Doom would be the best person for this. Right. I I, and I he would be the next Thanos agree. and he would have to he I would imagine him creating his own league of villains. Oh, interesting. I, I feel like that's what it will be like like that's where you add like Venom. That's where you add like like every other like bad guy hero that's actually substantial evil and like beat <laughs> beat the Justice League and creating the Injustice League is almost. Oh man, speaking of villain teams, do you think we'll catch glimpses of? Uh, are we gonna get the Sinister Six coming up? Oh, you think my, uh, in the Spider? Oh, are you are we gonna really open the door, Spider Man? Because the Spider Man door, the, the the room that Spider Man in right now is insane. I don't think you. Every week you it is <laughs> crazy. Yeah, every there's something new with Spider Man. Like, I I don't know what to believe anymore. Like at this point, I'm just like forget it. Like David, <laughs> we gotta save this conversation. That Spider Man conversation. I want to wait until like we have a release date for the a tra- let's wait to the first trailer of Spider Man. Right. Then let's right. start talking. Because like, because like, I mean, we just we just read that news about Daredevil being yeah. in it. Charlie Cox which is, is Daredevil, crazy. and I'm like, Tobey Maguire is in it, and like, what Andrew Garfield's in it. I'm like, who's not? Jamie Fox is in it. I'm like, first of all, like, how this, like Disney, how dare you play with my emotions like this? <laughs> and like, last week Disney broke me with all their live action, but now somehow Disney light like has resuscitated <laughs> me and is now telling me there's so like, no, there's hope in the future of Disney with Marvel, and just like it's ridiculous. And then there's some other crazy rumors going around. I I love this rumor. I think it's supposed to be for Doctor Strange, though, not for Spider-Man. Okay. There's rumors going around that Leo is supposed to take on a role as Spider-Man. In like a multiverse. I've heard that. Because he was supposed, he was first looked at for the role of the original Spider-Man. Which is like such a fan nod. And I'm like, that's insane. At this point... I don't know what actor wouldn't want to participate in one way or another into a right even if it's I not mean, like like huge the thing is like with Leo though with Matt Damon when you hear that news it's believable because he's already done those yeah. cameos with Leo you've never seen him really do anything like that like where he's like cameoed for fun for in somebody like a friend's movie oh, or I like see. you know I mean to be honest like we saw Brad Pitt in Deadpool 2 which I thought was the funniest thing. He was the invisible guy. That's true. That is true. Like, and I, I mean, off the top of my head, I can't think of anything before that where Brad has exactly. really done. It, it, it might not be. A, I don't know if it's gonna be a speaking role, but like we might just see him in the background. We might just see him as like Doctor Strange is like waving his hand with all the multiverse, and we see Leonardo DiCaprio for a second as Spider Man. That's my honestly. That's probably what we will see. Either way. The things that they're coming out with for, for all this multiverse stuff, <laughs> you know, I, as both people say, like, there's no way they're gonna, it, there's no way Marvel is gonna like do something as amazing as Infinity War or Endgame. But like, if you if you play your cards right, like, really play your cards right, they could just go crazy. No, yeah, I mean the. For every step, every movie, the goal is to up it, you know, exactly. every time. So, like, that's what you got to expect out of it. And, like, like, now they're, like, entering... That Now they're, like, putting a strong foot in with the TV stuff, with WandaVision, Falcon, and Winter Soldier. And they're saying that um, with WandaVision, 
mm-hmm. the number of, of visual effects in that movie dwarfs what they used in Endgame. Like, really? Yeah, that's, that's so the crazy part. So I'm, I'm a, that's pretty interesting to see, and also like the way that they're by the time that WandaVision is supposed to end, you get uh, what is it, Winter Soldier and Falcon right afterwards. Yeah, so they're making Disney's making their Disney Plus streaming service look more viable. No, yeah, and the fact that they're doing these like mini series rather than these full length shows, much better. Much, much better. I don't want to see 12, 12 episodes of someone just dragging their feet. Especially when they're, because their whole thing with their MCU is that everything's supposed to tie in, and like the way the if they had made a longer TV show, I don't think it would have. It would people would have had the yeah they wouldn't have had the attention span like that. That was the biggest issue with the with the Netflix deal with Marvel stuff because it's like that's true. It's fun, like yeah, Luke Cage and you know um, Daredevil was great, but like you don't really see them tie into the Marvel movies like oh just a mention here and there, which is very yeah. frustrating. I, yeah, yeah, they they like brush it off you see it in like the backgrounds yeah. of like the newspapers or like you know things like that but then like you don't see that it's impacted that universe the same way that the movies no. impacted throughout like you see like in far from home like how avenger or not far from yeah not far oh, the first spider-man movie yes um homecoming homecoming yes the intro where like michael keaton's characters like they lose their jobs because of that whole thing which and, is great which is great like that's like you know you that's the ripple effects from all the way back in like Avengers, you know. You like, totally understand why he hates Tony Stark's guts. Right, right. So like you, that's like the great thing about you know the MCU, the way that they're able to tie in all that and like bring everything into the broader picture. It's it's honestly just outstanding what they're doing. <laughs> they really are, and it's big ups to Kevin Fe- Feige. Feige. Yeah, you, Feige. you said it right, Feige. I, <laughs> Feige. <laughs> Like Fiji. he's like Fiji, Fiji? yeah, Kevin. <laughs> Kevin Fiji, like the water. Kevin Fiji, we're gonna get so much hate. Uh-huh. So, well, as good props to Kevin Fiji for what? For just being such a fan, doing this the right way, is, and yeah, it, and just really catering to the audience. He does such a good job, and I, it makes me so frustrated, David, because gun to my head. Honestly, I'm a bigger DC fan than a Marvel fan, and I'm so annoyed what how DC is not like they should have as easy as a job run, hitting home runs. Because like honestly, I think so. Superman is so much more recognizable than Tony Stark, but somehow they made Tony Stark in such a lovable character. No, and again, yeah, like I think DC has so many more recognizable characters, standalone characters that have that have so much more marketability. Superman, Batman alone. Like I can't think of anybody any standalone hero in the Marvel universe before this before the movies came out. Where yeah. only Spider Man really yeah, like only Spider-Man Spider- was the only guy. It. Like if you t- people would not think it is any difference, but now like a, a regular person knows what a Marvel superhero is. Like they can name you right? all of them. Like, no one knows who Dora is. Like, who cares what Dora is? Like, now it's like, no, everyone loves Thor. Right. And, like, even before all these movies, like, Iron Man, Thor, all that, like, you just knew them in passing. Like, they weren't at heavy hitters. No. Like, they were Batman. all, like, B-list, maybe A-list heroes. Right. So, do you think 
I mean, I think I think Kevin Feige would kill it if he just became producer of the DC universe. I'm just waiting for the day more. Like D- Disney says, oh, we bought Warner Brothers, we bought we bought um, DC Comics. Like I'm just waiting for that day. And we're gonna <laughs> end up seeing Marvel versus DC. You know, maybe when we're in our 40s and 50s, that's that happen. Oh my god, and I will cry as an adult. But it's I, I'm telling the you, day- David, as a prophet of media. <laughs> I shouldn't say that. Disney is going to take over our lives shortly and soon. I believe it. I believe it. We're going to be ruled by three sectors. The government, Amazon, and Disney. I'm just just letting you know right now. (laughs) The the thing is, you say that Disney buying DC, like I'd be surprised, but I wouldn't be surprised. It's not a far-fetched idea. Yeah, it really isn't. Like... If they bought Disney, can you imagine what Disney World would look like? Like, there's a Marvel Land and a Disney. Oh my gosh! Right, like literally, like you can't like you. You just like give them all your money. <laughs> there should be no reason for them to lose any money at all. Ever, ever. no, like hit, hit them of any pandemic and like no, nah, they'll still make money somehow, <laughs> right? Because they're the only ones pumping out content exactly. at that point. <laughs> but you're bringing up a. Very interesting point that I kind of wanted to tap into actually real quick before the end of our show. Yeah. Um, talking about studios buying new um, new licenses. Mm-hmm. And I guess recently we, know that we saw that MGM, one of the biggest Hollywood studios out there, yeah. one of the first ones out there, if, if even. You know, like the, started, you know his, their logos of the Roaring Lion. Right. And one of the biggest catalogs in in Hollywood, and you know they have. When you're buying MGM, I feel like you're buying movie history oh, at that point, sure. Hollywood history. Like we were looking through their catalog, and they have like amazing, like st- the Wizard of Oz, Gone with the Wind, Chucky, James Bond franchise, the like Chucky franchise, those. the Chucky franchise. <laughs> I, I I see where your head's at. Okay, yeah. <laughs> It was like I made a joke with David with you last week of like, yo, like Netflix should just buy this up by MGM for like what was it, five billion? So right now I think they the asking price is five billion. Which like Netflix can't afford, but like I think the only person that can actually afford that is maybe Amazon. So actually uh Are there any Amazon probably probably just right off the bat, I think Amazon. Yeah. Um I would want Netflix to buy that because I desperately want a Chucky franchise series because this is one of my favorite series. Like I already, I already figured out that if you watch all the Chucky movies in one sitting, it's a little over, it's a little over eleven hours. And when I turn (laughs) thirty, that's my plan. I'm gonna sit down with my friends and family and force them, force them to watch eleven hours of Chucky with me. (laughs) Oh man. But I think there's a few other place studios that could probably be in the running for this. Um, what we said, Amazon. I mean, Disney would be a scary th- thought. But I don't think. I don't think Disney would. I don't think there's. They. I don't think they would either. But just just because of the fact that they're Disney, you just never know. Yeah, but it <laughs> it wouldn't make sense for them to. You know what I mean? Right. I mean, I yeah. Just from a, their own. Uh, actually, I don't know. Maybe having all that, all those movies in their catalog, you don't think they would be? Oh, a, if you put actually, if you put all that movies into the Disney Plus catalog, that would be insane, right? They just open up even a bigger library for anything, and people are already going on there for their co- current content. 
that brings in the people that don't want their current content that love their old that the love these old content you know so i mean that's that's that that kind of thought on on that side um and also the interesting thing is mgm is one of the last few i think standalone studios in in hollywood oh wow that's you, really depressing is it really so it's like like if you look at like paramount i think it's owned by another company mm-hmm. um comcast owns something and it's uh, owned by AT- a couple of companies yeah right yeah. at&t is at&t is the one who handles warner brothers mm-hmm. um so like they're all under some another like parent company mm-hmm. and mgm happened to be one of the last ones where i think they were just kind of like on their own but looks like it's coming that's coming to coming to that time yeah so that's such a depressing thing to think about i think so you think where do you think that mgm would be best suited for then honestly i feel like you say netflix is is the best place like it has a pretty good list of horror stuff and just random things i feel like it could utilize that the best i feel like Mm. netflix would fit the best but I can I can totally see Amazon just picking that up. Like if how how much did it buy Lord of the Rings for? Uh, I mean I knew that Jeff, they like threw in a billion dollars for that exactly. series. But again, like you and I say, five billion dollars is nothing, but like it's a lot. It's a lot. Yeah. And but I mean to Amazon it must be nothing. Yeah, it's just a quarter. It's just like a it's a day's check. You know, it's just like I can I feel like <laughs> Amazon will most like if if but the sad thing is is I don't know if anyone will buy it. That's the thing for that price. Mm. That's true. Yeah. That's true. But, I mean, but I think it's pretty safe for any studio to come and pick up that pick up that kind of catalog. Yeah, it's a pretty like it's, it's a pretty good investment. What do you think? Yeah. <laughs> let me let me. Sorry, I just wanted to pull up some of the movies on MGM's catalog real quick. Mm-hmm. So. I, b- I believe the Matrix movies on it. Am I right? Matrix, probably. Let me see. That might have been Miramax. Oh, okay. That's what I'm thinking of. Yeah, but their their catalog is huge. I'm like in their wiki link, and like I'm just scrolling. Yeah, like I'm, sc- I'm still scrolling. <laughs> I'm still stuck in stuck in the 1900s. <laughs> What year was Matrix? Nineteen two I mean, but but clearly, just from us just scrolling through this Wikipedia page, you could see the number of movies that whoever buys the studio would be getting and would have access to and would be able to. Oh, they have the James Bond series. Oh yeah, I mean James Bond is the fifth highest-grossing movie franchise of all time. So that alone, right there, is money maker for anybody mm-hmm. oh they have the hobbit and they have um Hop, yeah, Hop, they have the... <laughs> oh david they have this huge hit sherlock gnomes <laughs> <laughs> oh man actually we should be doing a. eventually i think we should be doing an episode on uh dreamworks animation we sh- we really can 
that's down the road though yeah maybe when a new dreamworks movie comes out we can do that for a retrospective just dreamworks in general because you know such an interesting history of what how it was established and where it is now i think they were they're just underrated oh because they went toe-to-toe with disney at a time when disney was coming up much quicker Mm -hmm. and doing innovative things and granted, you can't really compete with Disney, but honestly, I think DreamWorks can. Absolutely, like just from like the, I remember, what is it like Prince of Egypt, Joseph uh, and Technicolor, Robe and Anastasia. Those three movies in particular from DreamWorks, I always confused them with Disney movies because of how good they were and like how like. How similar in style it was. Mm-hmm. Maybe, so like, I mean, maybe you can repitch um, Boss Baby because the Boss Baby sequel is coming out in September. Oh yeah, that one. I've never seen that series, but then this you have that sequel. That sequel though, it's supposed to be about the babies like have grown up and then they become babies again or something. I don't know, but the first movie is really bad, so I'm not looking forward to that at all. Oh, did you see it? Have you? You've never seen it. I saw the first ba- um, ba- Boss Baby. <laughs> it is literally a nightmare field movie. <laughs> so Alec Baldwin doesn't. Uh, he can't help save it. I don't think Alec Baldwin can save anything. I feel like he's one of those actors that are <laughs> overrated. And like the what the last mean? good thing I feel like he really was in was Dirty Rock. No, you're right. I that. I, I only know him as Jack Donaghy. Exactly. And like, I feel like he was just playing himself at a certain point. <laughs> what about his Donald Trump on SNL? Again, he's just playing a different version of him. <laughs> like, <laughs> that was pretty great. It's, it's one of those things like he was born to play him. <laughs> True. All right. Oh, man. This one is, this episode is coming close to an end yeah. right now. I mean, uh, where can they find us, David? Always find us on our Instagram and our Facebook, drp.repitch, or shoot us an email at uh, drpitchit at gmail.com. Yeah, and hope you guys stay tuned because we upload episodes every Wednesdays and Fridays. Please follow us, rate us, be rate us, and please do share us. And another quick shout out to our good friend Joe Yu, uh, Mr. Panda Mix on SoundCloud, for our intro music and outro music and um, just our music in general for our entire repitch history um so if you're interested in listening to his music listening to more of his music his information should be in our descriptions below yeah and um the quote to end our day our end our episode uh, out of context quote from nicholas cage from the movie the saucer's apprentice <laughs> well today's your lucky day because i bought an eagle <laughs> <laughs> that's it we're ending it there oh my gosh See you guys i later. forgot about that movie have a good one you guys Thank you.